0: Life Audio. Hey, it's time for Cynthia Garrett's Girl Club. I'm Cynthia Garrett, and I will be right with you in just a moment after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Welcome to Cynthia Carrots Girl Club. Joining me in studio today is Nova Page and Christina Reynolds. And for those of you who are with us live today, uh, you you will know what no one else knows when they tune in on podcast every week. Uh, you will know what the actual taping process is like. And sometimes it's just a technical nightmare getting things to come together. But um, as I was saying, Nova and Christina... Uh, If I had to think of a title for today's talk, it would be what the Lord actually put on my heart this morning, which is just to ask the question, what are you going through? Because I think so many people around the world are going through so many things and I'm going through stuff. You know, Nova's going through stuff. Christina's going through stuff. We're all going through something and God wants to meet us in what we're going through. And I know a lot of times that is really difficult to remember because we just don't feel seen sometimes when we're going through stuff. We feel abandoned when we're going through stuff. We feel scared, terrified when we're going through stuff, depending on what it is that you're going through. And what I do know to be true, though, is that the Lord wants to meet us in what we're going through. So today, I just thought that we could kind of spend some time in prayer for each other and with each other, because I don't think there's anything that helps to solve what we're going through or get us through what we're going through better than prayer does. Um, Nova and Christina, I just, uh, I guess we'll just kind of start with that question. What do you think about what you're going through? And if Go you ahead, really, Ada. if you really stop and sit with it, yeah. it's a big question.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I personally feel a lot of transition uh, right now, a lot of transition through, you know, the loss of my mom and trying to figure out what's next with our family on kind of all levels and having my son graduate from college and getting him, you know, to be in that place and space where he's launching. And so there's lots of, it feels like there's a lot of things that are um, not buttoned up. And to be honest with you, I don't know if you guys can relate, but like when things aren't buttoned up, I'm like, no, I like things closed up and I want a pretty bow on this. And I, I'm living in the the messy bow. It's everything's a mess and not mess, but it's just not, um, it doesn't feel, feel uh, together. And yeah, I, it's i'm really feeling like god is stretching my faith muscle and honestly my belief sometimes i'm like man i really just need to continue to press in and trust the lord that he is working things out and and choosing calling uh, in things over the comfort of things that continually mm-hmm. seems to be um mm-hmm. kind of a a thing so wow.
0: yeah, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Nova, it's interesting what you said when things don't feel buttoned up. I know I can relate to that because I feel, I feel completely, you know, a lot of times I feel shaken when, and I know that it has to do with my own, like, it feels good to control things. Let's just be real guys. When, <laughs> let's like, just be honest. Yeah. Let's just be real. When you feel like you're in control of it, it's a lot less scary. And when you feel like uh-huh. you're not in control of it, which I know we're not all the time, but sometimes since it feels that we are when we really have to live in that we're not, it's really, really bad and scary and and I you know i mean i'm you guys have i mean look, you know you guys were we're, we're friends off camera also and outside of the studio, so Nova and Christina know a bit about what i've been going through, and some of you who've listened for a while know that my husband's had some health challenges, and we had a surgery um which is why we weren't with you live in studio the last two weeks. We had a surgery a couple weeks ago, and um, the surgeon came out of the surgery and informed me that he um, cut a vein while he was in surgery, and my husband lost a couple cups of blood in about five seconds. But as he said, you know, it really wasn't that big; didn't seem to be a big deal. He stitched him up, and blah blah blah. Well. You know, fast forward a week, his whole left side was swelled up the size of a pumpkin, his arm, his hands, and he was purple, literally. This whole, his, the left side of his shoulder, his chest. Anyway, through a series of running back to the doctor to get the tube out from the first surgery, they then, I insisted they do an ultrasound because the doctor's assistant was going to send him home, but we hung around to make sure we saw the surgeon and uh they ended up telling us to go home he was fine we could come back in the morning we went back in the morning and we were sent literally from one hospital to another hospital's er where they had a better vascular team of surgeons and he had blood clots that uh, were originated from where he his it turned out his jugular vein was cut so we've had a whole lot of challenges to deal with um and it's a miracle that he walked out of that hospital and we got back home here and we're dealing with the fallout of, he can't fly on a plane for a while. So I'm finding new and interesting ways to travel. If you're in America, I had no idea you could get a private sleeper coach with your own bathroom on Amtrak, but you can. So the train was the first three day option to get us from California to Chicago. And then we drove the last bit of, Uh, you know, from Chicago to Nashville, but which has to include hour and a half stops so he can move for 10 minutes at a time. It's been a nightmare. It's been a nightmare. So prayer is big on our list right now because I, I need a supernatural move to get through what we're going through, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and like you said, Nova, it all tests your faith. It tests your, it tests everything you know, just everything. I mean, making it here to do the podcast episode this week was a massive challenge. You know, the enemy is attacking on every level. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, when I look at even our nation and how, Christina, you were saying before we started how the enemy's just so obvious right now. And so mm-hmm. like out there on display, it's almost like he's just sort of doing a victory dance, going nan nanny, nanny, I'm winning, you know? And that can cause, that can cause you to feel a lot of ways, especially as you look at your country and you're like, wow, I mean, what is going on here, right? So I just, I, I, I don't, you know, guys, I don't, I don't think we have. Yeah, there are things we can do, but if we don't do those things because we've prayed, we're probably doing the wrong thing. And there's things we can say, but if we don't say those things after we've prayed, we're probably saying the wrong thing, you know? And then there are the spiritual attacks, which we know are real. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And in prayer, I think that's where the Lord sort of shows me stuff. But then of course, when you're questioning your faith and you're exhausted from the attacks, who feels like praying? (laughs) I mean, I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, I've had some days where I just sit there and stare at the wall and cry. I can't get the prayer out of my mouth. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. You're God. I can't, you, I hope, you know, cause I don't.
1: Yeah. And I, well, I think it's, I think it's so interesting. Like the fact that even Nova brought, brought up the whole, like this, this idea of letting go you know, and of the unknown, not having things buttoned up or like, well, I know how a is going to get to B and B is going to get to C. like we're kind of in this place of like the unknown and I can, and I, re- I relate to that right now, but, um, I think that's something that I've been learning. And as I'm hearing you, Cynthia be like, I hope you know that you're God because I don't know right now. That's 100% okay. Because it, God being who he is does not depend upon what we believe or what, or what we have the strength to have. Oh, I have strength today to believe that. And I think that's what I'm realizing. Like me and my husband, I feel like the Lord has had us on such a path of the unknown to where like it feels like so much is on the line and we've done everything in our own strength to bring about a good resolution. And I'm being very vague because, you know, life, but, but like God has come through in the clutch every time to where I was like, wow, we could lose so much money. This, this business could fail or this, this um, whatever could fail. And it's like you, we can do everything, right on our end. I I believe everything that let's say not right, but we can, we can put all of our efforts into being faithful and stewarding what God has given us. And still at the end of the day, he will come through with a thousand percent and our hundred percent will be nothing but like rags. And that's what I've been like. I think that's what I've kind of just got to places like, wow, my righteousness, my efforts, my, my 110% at the end of the day is nothing apart from you. And like that, that struggle and that pain of going, I don't even know if I believe that you are who you say you are and coming to him in that place. I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that's all he wants is he wants that. He wants that realness of going, well, baby girl, let me bring you in. Let me show you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about our strength. It's not about us being the boss at the end of the day, coming through and like making everything happen. Like at the end of the day, he's going, I want to be glorified through this story. And I want you to see how much I love you. You know what I mean? And sometimes it takes getting down to the wire, feeling like, oh my gosh, we're going to be bankrupt or this is going to fail. Or like our reputation's on the line or like, oh, but I tell you what, something I've learned in just a recent experience is that God, he's, he's, he's not a waster. He is probably the most like, he will, he will squeeze out every bit of juice out of every situation to bring about the most beauty, love, healing, and every single person involved. And like, I like sit in awe thinking this was the worst experience ever. And then like, in hindsight, I'm like, how did you orchestrate so many things that brought up so much pain that only allowed real issues to come out in the span of like the layers of like 15 relationships? through one experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he gets major bang for his buck when he's, when he's working through with us. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here going, Cynthia, it's okay. It's okay to be like, I, I'm just going to sit here and cry and question whether you're good. He doesn't require anything else than you coming to him and being real about how you feel. Like he's not freaked out about that like i think he loves it when we come and sit with him in our pain in our confusion in our doubt and going but i want the comfort i want that and being real about that like he's not afraid and i think that's what he really wants cuz if we co- if we come to him thinking that we can give him something perfect it's all a sham anyways like he's here for like he's 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 here for the real you know what i mean
0: well he knows <laughs> I figure I mean <laughs> might as well might as well keep it real if it, if he's really real then he knows anyway right and he knows the be, the end at the beginning and you know it, and it's funny even having these conversations you know as believers where it's like oh I feel like I'm questioning my faith god are you real or you know I'm sitting at the wall I'm too angry to speak to god well it's like it's funny cuz you know you know that you're doing this with God. Like, so it's almost like even in questioning it, I'm talking to him questioning it. right? And it's like, oh, I guess that's the answer to my own question. (laughs) I I think you're real through and through because my body has no other response. Right. But to go to him.
2: That's beautiful. And that's the ticket, Cynthia. That is everything. Your body, we have no response other than to go to him. Like even yes. in our complaints, we're complaining to him, which right. in, its, in itself, like you said, proves that he is with us. He is. Because where else can we go? There isn't anywhere else.
0: Right. right? Oof, there Anna. Ooh, Anna, good scripture. She just put on screen here in studio. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Hmm. Amen. That is John six sixty eight. For any of you listening who need a reminder of that. It's true. I know. I mean, I can't, you know, I don't depend on doctors. I mean, there is a reason why it is called practicing medicine. People practice. They are practicing medicine. By the way, it's same thing for lawyers. I'm practicing law. It's all just humans practicing how to be, you know, something to other people right? You know, it's interesting what you, you don't really hear people say, I'm practicing God. I'm practicing being a God. I'm practicing being, because that's like this major way out claim, but really all of those things that are practicing law or practicing medicine or practicing healing, they're all just practicing doing what only God can really do anyway. Like Mm -hmm. we need him to orchestrate it. We need him to manipulate it. I mean, we're looking for God, even in, Roger's jugular vein being cut and now dealing with these clots, like in some way we're literally hoping maybe that washed out the cancer because it was surgery to get more cancerous nodes and a couple of tumors that were in his fatty tissue right here. We're like, okay, maybe that, maybe, maybe God's no, not even maybe God's got to be using this somehow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got to be, I'm hoping that he is using this somehow, you know? And at times like this, it's like, you know, that's where we stand, you know, that's where we stand. But yeah. So I just thought maybe we should just take some time you guys and just have some in-studio prayer for all of you listening. And for those of you watching as we film today's podcast episode.
1: Can I just share one, one, uh, Bible verse that just popped into my head. Um, so like, um, in, in like the storyline of song of Solomon, like, at least with the way that I've like learned it, you know, it's like kind of like this, this picture of like our, our relationship to the Lord with how he takes us, you know, in the beginning and like he woos us and we're like, he's so overwhelmed by us and we're so overwhelmed by him. And we're like enjoying the fruit underneath the shade of the apple tree and life is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then things start getting a little, a little hard. And like, as, as you see, like, um, as you see like the main character, the woman like mature over like the span of like the whole, the whole um, passage, you know, you see at the very end, like in the fullness of maturity of her love, like the statement about her is who is this coming up, you know, out of the wilderness, leaning on her beloved, like at the end of the day, the, the, like the picture of maturity of love being perfected in her and that, that Mm -hmm. strong bond of relationship between her and her beloved is not, And now I sit and all this lush, beautiful stuff, and we're just chilling, drinking our mimosas. She's like literally been through it. And she's, it's to the point that all that she can do is but lean upon her beloved, coming out of a barren land. And that's the picture of maturity. And like, Mm. I just keep thinking of like the perfection of love is like, we finally come out of this thing, just like what you said, Cynthia, like, there's no one else. You're all I have. And that is so beautiful. And like, I want to even like think about that in the midst of like extreme Mm -hmm. suffering or like testing of our faith that like, whoa, this is like, it's not that the suffering is coming from him, but like, this is what, this is like the end result of what God wants. He wants our dependency. He wants us to like throw ourselves at him and be like, you know, for him to be our, the entirety of our strength or the entirety of our boasting, you know, to be in him. So, I don't think that anyone should feel bad or guilty or ashamed to feel like beat up and feel like I need him even more. That is like, that is such, that's such a statement of victory to me, you know, to be in your walk and to be able to say, "Ugh, oh, but where else can I go? Uh, oh, but who else can sustain me, you know, at the end of the day? So I just want to, I just want to share that real quick.
0: That's really good, Christina. Wow, that's really good. I mean, yeah, I guess it is a sign of maturity, but it's interesting like at as you say that, I think what is hitting me in my spirit is it's not even that we're mature in in that you know in that we've arrived somewhere it's it's a spiritual maturity. I guess in that we've been through so much and held on to him through so much that even coming out of a wilderness, you know, maybe we just learn to lean in a different way. You know, maybe we we uh, achieve a, a, a different dependence and reliance and love of our God. You know, and and it is interesting. You know, I, Song of Solomon to me. Reminds me so much also of just, you know, it's it, our love paradigm with God, but also with our spouses, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it is very interesting that the maturing of even my marriage that is occurring in this, you know, where you start to, you know, I was telling the Lord yesterday, I'm like, you know, every, there's so much that's important all the time, right? Seems so important until you're threatened with losing the, the thing, you, you know, it's like, if your house was on fire, what would you run into the house and grab? If you could grab, you know, two things or one thing or three things. Right. And in this experience, you know, I'm like, Lord, I mean, I could, I, I don't mind if we live in a shoebox as long as it's me and my husband and we're, you know, we're healthy and we're with you and happy. You know what I mean? You start, it starts to like, Whoa, you know, it starts to get real. (laughs) It starts to get real when you got to run into the burning house and grab the the most important item or two, you know? So um, I think let's, let's, let's go to prayer and, and um, Nova and Christina, do you guys want to go ahead and lead us off in prayer? And I'll kind of close us up. And then that way, if you end up running out of studio or something, I can, shut us on down and get us out
1: today.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: Um,
1: I can, I have to run soon so I can start us off. But yeah. I'm seeing a lot of prayer requests for just, um, I mean, a lot of difficult seasons. So, Lord, we just love you and we bring before you um, everyone who is watching and who will watch today and just the prayers, the prayer requests that have been offered up today, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord, that you see, you are the God who sees, you're the God who hears, and you are not unaware of us and of every situation, every life season, every um, health scare, every transitional move, Lord God, you are so aware and you are so deeply involved. And I just pray for, you know, in your word, it says that when we are overwhelmed to look to you, our rock, who is higher than us, who is above us, who is um, our strong tower, Lord God. So I just, would we look to you, Lord God. I just pray that in moments of feeling absolute, um, absolutely being overwhelmed outside of ourselves with no answers, no solutions, God, I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would be manifested God, I ask that you would draw us close to your heart, that you remind us of who you are. You remind us of your tender care, of your intention, of your involvement in each and every one of our lives. God, I thank you that you, no matter what happens, God, you sit enthroned. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and you are a tender and loving father. And you are involved in the day-to-day, moment-to-moment, in the mundane, Lord God. And I just pray, God, that you would Speak your words of life today to every heart, Lord, you that you would speak exactly what we need to hear, Lord God, that you would come through um, just like you say you do. God, I just ask for a stirring up a faith, a strengthening of faith today by the power of your Holy Spirit. And just God, I ask that you would bring to remembrance all the things, just the history um, of your faithfulness in our lives. Lord God, your word says that um to feed on your faithfulness daily and to delight in you and all the desires of our hearts will be satisfied, Lord God. So Lord, I just pray that you give grace to feed upon your faithfulness, Lord, to take note and to call to remembrance all the things that you've done. Um, God, because you are so faithful, Lord, you are long suffering and you are patient and you're committed. You are the God of covenant and Lord God, you never, um, You never uh, fall through on the things that you say, Lord, but you are a man of your word. So, Lord God, I just pray for a strengthening of hearts today. God, I ask for a strengthening of faith. Um, I pray, Lord, just for those beautiful moments where we get to feel your nearness, where we get to feel that that energy of your spirit. Uh, Lord, we thank you that at the end of the day, you are the hope. You are the anchor of our souls. And you're a good father in heaven who loves us. So we just give you all the glory today. We praise you. We worship you. We exalt your name over our circumstances, over our relationships, over the decisions that we have to make. We exalt you, Jesus. And we just pray that you would take your rightful place in the center of our hearts, in the center of our world, Lord God. Um, We
2: love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus, thank Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for... Um, the sisters that show up um, week after week here at Girl Club. And Lord, we just specifically right now just lift up Nish And God, I thank you for that request for our children and our grandchildren um, that they would come to faith, um, that they would know you and love you. They would be rooted in your word and in their identity as children of a very faithful God. And um, Lord, I thank you for Mish and all that you've done in her life and the way she moves with you and treasures you. And I I pray blessing on her today, right in this moment. Lord, Thank you so much for Irene. And God, I I know that you see and you understand that those feelings of moving and feeling displaced and overwhelmed and um, all the new that she's experiencing, Lord, and in the middle of it, just grieving her dad. God, I just, I know you, I know how loving you are. Would you just wrap your arms around Irene right now? Would you become so um, just close to her, even in this very, very moment, Lord, um, that you would sustain her and you'd protect her mind. God, you say that she has the mind of Christ. And I, I pray God that she would put on Um, the armor, the full armor of God today, that she would walk in strength and dignity. And God, that you would bring her clarity as she moves in faith, one step, one foot in front of the other. As she moves to do the next thing, you would bring her courage. Um, God, you would give her energy. Lord, I thank you for her faithfulness to do what is right in your eyes. Lord, I thank you for the times when things have not made sense, but you are bringing all things together and working them out um, for your will, for your good, for your good pleasure in her life. And um, Lord, I, I thank you for the heart of Candace who um, wants to start a, a, a prayer chain for for Sin and, and Roger. And Lord, I thank you for just that heart of compassion that she carries, um, God, that she, she she does with all of her heart and, um, God, I, I, I pray for that new job and for that interview, God, that, um, she would stand out and, um, and God, that you would take care of her mom that her mom's, um, heart, um, her mom's body would be healed in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for Candace and her faithfulness. Um, yeah. God, I, um, I'm so grateful in this moment um, for the women here and um, the mothers, the daughters, the, the aunts, whatever the titles that we carry, Lord, the things that, um, that we even carry is things that we don't need to carry. And, And God, I, I pray that we would just be rooted in our identity as daughters of the most high God, Lord, I thank you that you don't cut us off when we question, when we, when we plead, but you are such a good father and you are, are with us. Um, you're a sustainer. You are a defender. You are kind and gentle and good. And God, I, I pray that you would be with us in the pain, um, And God, that we would believe you at your word that as we study and, and learn and that we would, it would come alive and that we would stand firmly rooted and, um, and Lord, when we can't just, when we just can't in our own human strength, there's just those days I can't Lord, um, that, that, that can't, that we have, uh, just becomes a resting place in you because you can and lord i i I thank you for the women that come here i thank you for cynthia i thank you for christina and christina and lord we we want to just walk with you and we want to we want to thrive and God, even in our weakness, there's still that ability to keep growing and learning and knowing and understanding. And we may not see it it as thriving, but um, we are growing. We are going after you and growing. And I'm so thankful for that. Lord, I do thank you for the really hard days that um, I've had. They've been hard, but you've shown yourself to... To be exactly who you say you are. Lord, I, I know that this world is so full of voices and uh, just mixed. It's just such a mixed bag of um, people that are needing you. And um, but uh, yeah, as I just sit and, and watch and hear and listen, God, it's just. There is just a cry for needing a God who is and who was and is to come. And so, God, just from the bottom of my heart right now, I just cry out to you knowing that I need you and there is a world that needs you. Would you help us be Jesus with skin on to those that we touch, those that are in our sphere? And God, would you help us? with our tongues, with the things that we think and the things that we say. And would you give us grace and um, help us be gracious um, to those that are in hardship or, or in confusion? God, I see that there are so many captives, maybe people that we even set out to judge that we would see them only as captives that are not set free yet. Yes. Um, God, would you set would you set people free would you come in like you do and set the captives free and god would you show us um our part in what that means and how we can um be the church out there in the world that we would come um not to be heroes ourselves but show who our hero is and be able to live that out and um Lord, I, I just thank you for Cynthia right now. And I God, there's broken heartedness and you say that you come close to the broken hearted. And I am trusting you right now that you're coming close to my sister and that you are going to speak to her in ways and in the deep things that she just really needs you in and God, I thank you for a woman who is able to share from those places and spaces and um, has that vulnerability to share from from brokenness. Thank you, God, that she shows up. And um, thank you for the gift that you have made when you said yes to Cynthia in her life. God be with her and bless her today. In Jesus' name.
0: And Lord, I, I thank you for Nova. I receive, I receive her prayers. I receive it deeply, Lord. I receive you. I receive the blessing of 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 Girl Club, Lord, and I ask that you would bless all of my sisters who have written in with the need. Lord, there there were a couple of write-ins for healing and good reports from doctors, cardiologists. Lord, in all of this I know because I just got a cardiologist and I have a problem going on myself that I just don't have time for. Um, so I give you that fully and I give you my sister's need for a good report from her cardiologist fully. Mm-hmm. Lord, I, I pray for everyone watching who needs healing. Lord, that you would be glorified. That, oh, it's Jah- Jahida, I speak life over you. And that you would, in fact, have a good report from your cardiologist. And Lord, I I just pray that you would bring healing to all those who need it around the world, to all those who are going through it, standing in faith, even for loved ones who need healing. Lord, I just ask that you would do something supernatural and give us all a praise report right now that we could link our voices in unity when we have our praise reports and our victories and that we could shake the kingdom of darkness because we will glorify you and give you all the praise and all the credit. Lord, we do not lean on doctors. We do not lean on men. We do not even lean on bad reports, and we do not lean, and I don't want to lean another second on my own fears of bad reports Mm -hmm. and horrible outcomes, Lord. I give it all to you, and I pray, Lord, that you would be the God over all of it, that you would be on the throne, Lord, that you would show up in the ways that we need you to show up to remind us that you're with us, Lord, in all things and through all things, that you have a plan for our life, that you know the plans and the purposes that you have for our lives, and they are to do us good and not harm. They are to build firm foundations in us, not shaky ones. And Lord, I just pray breakthrough for everyone who is within the sound of my voice right now, that you would have a breakthrough that would lead you to your knees before Christ and to the ultimate victory you can have in your life, which is to know your identity as created and found in Jesus Christ, the son of God, a savior given to us by a loving father, a father who loves us all so much that I have to believe that he uses all things together for our good and that he will give us victory in the ways in which we need victories in our lives, that he will sustain our children and our grandchildren and our mothers and our fathers and our relatives and our spouses that he will provide for us. Lord, I pray for financial provision for so many saints who are going through it. That's what they're going through, Lord, paying the bills. Lord, I ask that you would provide, Lord. And I ask that where there is fear, you would guide. Guide us out of fear because you didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, you tell us to not be anxious for anything, to not worry about our provision. You provide for the birds, In the field, they they fly around, they look beautiful, they bring us joy. They never worry about what they're going to eat or where they're going to sleep. You take care of their homes and you feed them. I ask, Lord, that we could begin to have that measure of faith. I ask for continued provision in our homes. And I thank you, Lord, because if we're on a computer right now, even having prayer, then we're already more blessed than the majority of people living far below the poverty line around the world. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we could be here today together. And I give you Girl Club, Lord. And I ask that you would grow it and bless it and have your will and your way in it and through it. For each of us, And for everyone whose lives we're a part of. In Jesus' name, may each and every one of you leave here this week knowing that you are a warrior. You're a warrior princess. You're a daughter created by a king who loves you. And if those of us know, you know, who have kids know how to be good parents to our kids, how much more is our Father in heaven a good parent to us? I imagine exponentially more because he's perfect. And we love because he first loved us. So I ask that we would all walk in love as we go through this week and that we would all walk in the boldness of our identities in Christ. I encourage each and every one of you listening to seek to walk with him and seek to look like him. So the answer for the question, what are you going through today, like always, is to ask yourself the question, well, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in the situation that you're in? I'm Cynthia Garrett. Thank you for being a part of this week's Girl Club. We love you guys. We love you guys. And I thank you for your prayers over me and over my husband, Roger. And I look forward to a praise report to bringing you a praise report. And um, God bless you guys. So for those of you watching, please like us, subscribe, share. Uh, It matters. And until next week, peace out.